It's really hard to believe that we're over halfway through with this year. It's still sweltering hot here in Alabama, but this is actually the best time to start planning Santa sessions in your photography business. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it airs, it's the very beginning of August, August 1st to be exact. So ready or not, now's the time to book your Santa, reserve your space, and send out your calendar. Welcome to the Motherhood Anthology Podcast, photography education for a business you love. My name is Kim Box, and I'm your host with the collaboration and help of my co-hosts and business partners at the Motherhood Anthology, Jenny Kruger and Allison Craig. In today's episode, you're in for a real treat as Allison Craig and myself, Kim Box, sit down with Jelaine Tucker of Schumann Fine Art Photography. We're all talking about Santa sessions and how to make your Santa sessions as effective, efficient, and profitable as possible. We're also going to discuss all that has and has not worked for us and how you can make these very special sessions as memorable and enjoyable as possible for everyone involved. So now I present to you episode number 42 of the Motherhood Anthology podcast. So today I'm super excited to be talking with my partner, Allison Lintel and my good friend for a very long time, Jelaine Tucker. And Jelaine is with her business is Schumann Fine Art Photography. She and her mom have that in Savannah, Georgia, right, Jelaine? That's right. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Santa sessions. <laughs> <laughs> How are y'all feeling about Santa? Are you excited? Yeah, um, excited. Yeah, I um, we're actually releasing Santa to current clients today. So I had everything situated, but then I, I always do this to myself. I see something that's like, I think like, oh, that's going to be actually like prettier and a better workflow. And so I think I'm going to switch it up like last minute. (laughs) And oh, I don't even know why I do this to myself, but anyways, (laughs) it's going out tonight at 8 PM to current clients and then next Monday to the rest of the public. I just say it that way because I know if you've done Santa for very long, you probably have like a love-hate relationship with Santa sessions. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, and I have not done them for three years now because, you know, we had the COVID happened and then we stopped doing them and it was, my fall was like so nice and relaxed and I swore that I would never <laughs> do them again, but I have so many clients that came to me for years and years and years, and they've all said, you know, please bring them back, please bring them back. And so now that I have someone that's working with me, I feel like we can sort of split the workload and it's not going to be just so heavy and quite as much. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to bring them back. (laughs) So Jelaine, before we dive in, I didn't give you a chance, but if you want, would you just tell everybody a little bit about you and your business? And I I know I said you're in Savannah, but tell everybody just a little bit more about you guys. We have been in business for about 20, well, what, 1996. So however long that makes it. And my mom started the business when I was little and I swore up and down all through my life. I was never, ever going to do this. And just about when you say that you stick your foot in your mouth and you, that's what you do. So just like when you're a parent, you're like, I will yeah. never let my kids wear Crocs. And then yeah. you're like, oh, they can, you can put that on by yourself. Cool. Yeah. We'll buy them in <laughs> um, so that's what I did. My dad was diagnosed with cancer my senior year of high school. And um, my parents went out to Tampa, Florida for treatment. That's still his doctor. Um, and so they kind of 
gave me the ropes and were like, can you run the business for a month? And I was like, uh, no, but yes. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> I was 19. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I, think I was 19 or 20. Yep. So I knew everything about the business. I mean, I grew up in it, shot my first session by myself and we had an employee working for us at the time and she helped me. And I was very shy at the time and kind of brought me out of my box. And now people tell me, oh, don't shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. I love it. I have four boys and it's an awesome job that I can kind of still be a stay at home mom, but still work and have something to do that doesn't make me crazy. So have you introduced Santa sessions yet to your clients? Have you, we haven't, we have not. We usually do about the first weekend of September or the first week of September. And we've just kind of, honestly, it's more because I just don't want to deal with it, (laughs) but people are a little bit more excited about it, just waiting. And in the past couple of years, we've not always had this luxury, but we do now we have a virtual assistant and she takes care of all of it for us. So I just have to give her dates and pictures and she pretty much puts the whole thing on and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll get to that about what else she does for sure. We want to hear about all that. So let's start with scheduling the actual session date. So when do you normally schedule those? So mine is always the first weekend in November. I feel like my clients have learned to just sort of expect that. So I really don't, I really don't deviate from that. I always do signups in July, like, so Christmas in July, and then yeah, the first weekend in November. So you do one day, two days. We do two days with my new studio it's going to be a whole lot easier because in the past, I always had least a field year round for outdoor sessions. And then we would also do the Santa and a sunset mini sessions there as well. And now my studio has a patio garden. And so we're going to be able to, instead of having to possibly fight like mud and grass and all the things we just are going to go out to the patio garden and I'm going to create like a, a little mini Christmas tree farm out there and put lights up and whatnot. So we're going to do two days and we're going to do morning in the studio and then afternoon on the patio garden. Do you do a Friday, Saturday or Saturday, Sunday? We do Saturday, Sunday. How about you, Jelaine? When, um, when what are your dates? So um, we book Santa the minute he leaves from our last um, session, Santa session, because oh. he he is quite popular now and he books out a year in advance. So we get what we can't, he usually gives us first tips, but we do in the middle of October, which is wild and crazy. But I think we've established a good client. Like we always sell out. So they don't care when they are, they just want them. So we do three days in October and that's usually a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we do two days in November and that's usually a Friday and a Saturday. And that's usually like, we don't usually do the first weekend because that's, I have a child's birthday mm-hmm. in there. So we usually do about the second weekend. We used to do them after Thanksgiving and that was great, but we didn't really feel like we got to do Thanksgiving. It was a little too hectic for us. So we bumped them up and nobody's cared. And Jelaine, you guys do Santa outdoors? We do. Yes. They are under my, actually my mother-in-law's front porch. It's a really cool setup. 
Santa, it's, it's basically a rotating door. He comes out the front doors. He can come out a side door into the screen porch and still be hidden. So whether it's rain or shine, we've never had a problem. Do I remember that you used to do an old truck like at a farm? We, our very first year we did an old truck. We did, but we kind of got, well, actually this. So the second year that we had them scheduled, it was forecasted to rain and we were like, oh shoot, uh, what are we going to do? And so we were like, what if we just do them under the porch? And it was just kind of, it was forecasted to just be kind of sprinkly, you know, just that kind of hazy kind of thing all day. So mm-hmm. um, we did them on the porch. Everybody loved them. And so we've never left. So let's circle back for a second. And any tips for someone looking for a Santa at this point? Because I, like you said, I think it's such a popular thing now that they're really, they're good Santas do get booked like at the end of Santa sessions for the next year. So how did you guys find your Santa? So I found mine on why well, Googled, but then um, it came up with gig salad. And so I found him on there. And honestly, I was the first, I think, photographer that he worked with. Now he's, he's like booked out, but gig salad is a really great place to start. I feel like you know, there's, I've actually received an email from, I think two Santas, or maybe it was the same Santa sending it twice, reaching out to like local photographers to market himself. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's constantly like new Santas, like signing up for that gig. So if you're looking for, you know, Santa and you're wanting to like sort of dip your toes in and it's a little bit late, you know, check gig salad, just type in, you know, hourly Santa rental in your city and see what sites, you know, they're using to be able to sort of market themselves and, and start there. You may not find the exact one that you want, but, you know, for me, he had never worked with photographers before. And that really gave me the ability to sort of establish like a good foundation. And we came up with like this great workflow of, prompts and poses and whatnot. And we can get through sessions in two to three minutes quickly. And it was great for me. So even if you are working with a Santa that's brand new, like I did, that can be wonderful. Yeah. Do you mean really the same thing? Oh, sorry. You go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, really the same thing. I mean, I think I found gig salad through Allison, maybe saying that what the heck is gig salad? <laughs> it's just a uh, website where they, yeah. where, where they like list gigs, you know, like oh, gigs. gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there's balloon people on there. I mean, yeah. Okay. But I kind of, I kind of found Santa the same way and same deal. This was Santa's for, when we found him, he had never done. It was his first year. Yeah. He kind of, he kind of blew up after people saw her. I mean, I hate to yeah. say that, but like he did, he, yeah, now he's booked. He's very booked because of yeah. what we gave him. <laughs> so do you have any, any sort of agreement or contract with Santa that maybe he, yeah, your, your Santa? Or <laughs> well, I wish he could be just my Santa. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, no, you can't. I mean, for us, like I, I couldn't, I can't like ask him to be just my Santa because he would be losing out on so much work, but I do feel like he definitely gives me preferential treatment. Like he, you know, he blocks off. He knows that first weekend is mine and blocks it off. And, you know, I had said earlier in the year, I think I booked him in January and said, you know, you know, I want 
I want these dates and I might add on more time. And I know a hundred percent, like he could have booked something in between, but he went ahead and just like held those dates. And so when I reached back out and said, Hey, like we've moved into the studio and we can actually add more time, like logistically, it's going to work out great. You know, he had like set those dates aside, which he did not have to do. He a hundred percent could have taken on more things that day and told me to kick rocks, but he didn't. So while I do, while I don't have a contract for like exclusivity and whatnot, um, I definitely feel like, you know, they do me, they do me some favors. Yeah. It's kind of the same with ours. And he, our Santa actually travels about two hours to us. So it's gotta be a good gig for him to come. So what makes a good Santa? So if you're looking for a Santa, what, what should you look for? And two, what can you expect to pay Santa? Oh man. So I think that like when looking for a good Santa, he just needs to look like authentically real. Obviously for me, I don't want like a, you know, a glued on beard or like something that's like elastic beard. I want it to be real. Um, There's literally like a fraternity of Santas and they can belong to that where they take it like super seriously. They take classes about, you know, fitting the role and whatnot. So I think you can just ask those questions. Like, does he have experience and whatnot? Because for me, looks is one thing, but also like how they interact with kids and whatnot is another. And so whenever I started working with him, we really went through like my workflow and what I wanted as far as, you know, what I needed from him in order to get the images that I had promised and just his ability to like work with me and really like, it's, it sounds a lot easier than it really is. And so that, that in itself is huge, like for them to be able to be flexible and willing to like learn your workflow and remember it during, you know, while they have kids that are, you know, Santa, 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 that's hard. So I, I feel like asking them about that and just their experience with it or whether they're willing to like sit, you know, sit with you and chat about it is, you know, important. Yeah, I definitely think you should talk to them. And I think they're um, paying attention to their suit. I've seen some really terrible suits and I think a really good suit is, it makes a difference. Yes. And like, it's the little things like, does Santa have a Apple watch on and their suit is coming up and showing between their gloves and their suit? Like it's the little stuff that is super important because if they don't take that like super seriously and they're not watching for those little things that they should be responsible for, then you as the photographer are going to have to be editing out an Apple watch in every single picture. So it's the little things like that. And I think you, you tell me, like, I feel like if Santa has never worked with a photographer, he needs a little prep because he's not just going to be sitting, having kids come in, sit on his lap and tell them, tell him what they want for Christmas. Like there's some up and down and I know we did Santa for a few years and our Santa came one year and had knee surgery and um, bless bless his heart. He was taking pain medication for his, like, we should have been prepped for this. Yeah. Yeah. There is a ton of up and down, especially with my workflow. You know, they, especially if like kids are 
are scared or whatnot, I don't even have them see Santa. We have a workflow where Santa comes from behind and I have the kids attention. And so I'm able to get a full gallery of pictures where they don't even realize that Santa's behind them and they're happy and smiling. And so is Santa. And that definitely requires a lot of like standing up, bending down. Santa cannot be in, in pain or having a bad knee. So <laughs> yeah, they a hundred percent have to be able to do that. And part of that is, you know, I schedule blocks of time. So we do an hour and a half of shooting and then we take a break so that, you know, Santa can have a break and he'll say, you know, I need the AC to be cool yeah. because yeah. he's got a suit on and he's also doing up and down. So I think just that communication and thinking about the what ifs of you have to like have that forethought. And sometimes if you've never done Santa before, you don't even think about it of, you know, all the boxes you have to check. Yeah. That is super important. Giving him breaks because our Santa is getting up there in age and we have a couple of backup just in case, but yeah, he, he takes a nap um, at lunchtime. We make sure we get a good, (laughs) a good lunch. Yeah. (laughs) And then he goes and takes a nap. Yes, mine does too. He, he, yes, he falls asleep on the couch. 100%. How Santa of him. <laughs> yes. So how did you, how do you guys pay Santa? Is it an hourly fee yes. or? Yeah, it's hourly. We do hourly. I have seen everything from like 150 an hour to 350 an hour. I think that you're going to, it's really going to be dependent on like where you live, maybe the experience that Santa has how late in the game you are to finding a Santa, all of that. So I remember when everyone didn't do Santa. And I I think the first person that I saw actually doing Santa sessions was Jenny. I'm sure there were others at the time, but there weren't that many. And now there are a lot of folks doing Santa sessions and it's because it's so lucrative, I think. And so tell me how many, if you don't mind sharing, like how many sessions are you guys booking total? So this year I'm doing, in the beginning, I'm doing 72 sessions that I'm going to open up. I feel like I could possibly add a few more just because I am sharing the workload with my employees. So I'm doing the shooting and then she's doing all of the calling and editing, which will be so nice. In the past, I think the most that I've done was like 80 something. And that was a lot. So that's scheduling every how many minutes? I do four every 15. How about you, Jelaine? We do, well, I'll tell you what we did last year. We did 94 paying sessions in five days. So that's about like 17 to 22 sessions a day. We do eight minute slots with five minutes in between. We just have found that sometimes you need less time. Sometimes you need more time, but it ends up working out. Let's talk about that for a second, because that terrifies people that have never shot Santa. I've tried Uh Josh and I did Santa sessions for several years, and then we do not do them any longer, but we have other photographers at the studio. And so Allie, she's in Dothan and she does them and they've really taken off this year, but we've tried to get the other girls to do them in our studio. And we explain that. No, you do not need 30 minutes. It's not a mini session. Yeah. It is yeah. not. In fact, 15 minutes is way too long for Santa. Yeah. And they there's only are, so much you can do. Right. They just can't imagine how you would schedule it every five minutes. So speak to that for just a second. 
and when I said in the beginning that like you, that you have probably have a love hate relationship, it is wonderful when it's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, and I, and I will say we had years where it just went smoothly and everybody loved Santa and and it was on, we stayed on schedule and then we had the year where it didn't. And, you know, every other kid was scared and we got off schedule and everyone was upset because we were running behind and their kids were getting antsy. And so talk about the way you time it out and how the five minutes works. And what do you do when a child is having a meltdown? So I knock on wood, have never really had an event that gets like that I run behind. I feel like having somebody there that's really keeping me on track, keeping everybody on track works well. I do four people every 15 minutes because that way, you know, whether somebody arrives at the beginning of the 15 minutes or toward the end, there's always going to be someone to photograph. So they, you know, they get three to five minutes with me. Sometimes it they're done in two, sometimes they're done in five, but it always winds up working out. I think that for me, I really, and this goes back to like the workflow with Santa. I have it really down to like a science where, and he knows the prompts that they truly are, whether they're whether they like Santa or not, we can really get all of those pictures done in like three minutes max. And it sounds like there's no way, Allison, there's no way that that can happen, but it truly can. And it goes back to like thinking, thinking about like a newborn session, right? Like if you are doing a newborn session with family involved and you have done all of these, you know, a variety of images the entire time, and then you're getting some of just baby like there's only so many pictures of a baby that you need to include in the gallery. Right. And that goes back to Santa. Like there's only so many pictures of Santa that they need. It's more about like the quality of each picture. And that's where that workflow comes in of your prompts for Santa. So, you know, having him sort of blurred in the background and having him, you know, with his finger to his mouth, like making the, you know, uh, like look and like smiling behind the kids. Like it's that science of it. And I don't know. I just, I, I don't know if it's just because I've had people helping me that they just keep everybody on track, but I've luckily never had an event sort of like run behind. And well, so this is what happened. So let me explain. (laughs) Mm-hmm. it's the meltdown that, that got us because mm-hmm. you have, you have the kid that melts down, but then mom is determined to, 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 determined that she paid for this precious photo with Santa and she's getting this precious photo with Santa. And so you're, we were, you know, you're trying to say, Oh, I don't think it's going to work. You know, if you want to come out here and wait, we'll like, but mom's not having it. So how do you, you know, like, no, we're going to stay and we're going to try. And so So, how do you handle that situation? So I have had that before and I do two things. One, I, in my session prep, prepare them for that. And I have it in my contract that 
there are some kids that are going to absolutely lose their mind and I will not, and neither should the parents force a child to sit on a stranger's lap. And I'm adamant about that. Like I put it in my contract that I put it in my client prep guide, like, Hey, you know, Santa is Santa. We all love him. But like, ultimately we're asking a child to sit on a strange man's lap and that like can be traumatic and set them up for like really like a future of confusion. So we need to be mindful of that. And then like in the moment, typically I'll, I will say to every single client when they come in, like, are we excited to see Santa? Are we nervous? And if they say nervous, then I, from the very beginning, do my workflow with Santa where he's not in the picture and he comes from behind. And it's more of like me interacting with the kids. Now, if they absolutely lose their mind from the very beginning, whether or not Santa's in the picture, I will have them like, I'll just say like, Hey, I need to stay on track. So why don't you guys, you know, step aside, take a breather, have a snack, get a drink and we'll try again. And it's not like a choice. Like I, you have to like take a break and right. come back and try again. And I'll just move them to the end because ultimately, even with having four clients every 15 minutes, I will always have like a lull at some point. And if they want to come back during that lull, then they can just wait around for it. But I think that truly in that situation, the client prep is the most important part because then you can always refer back to it of, Hey, like, remember, we are not going to force a child to sit on his lap. We're just not going to do that. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. And you should not be either. How about you guys, Jelaine? Do you have a process Um, that kind of helps? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have somebody that, um, we have a girl that sits right next to us and she's numbering clients and keeping us our time, you know, and telling us, okay, this is so-and-so. And we usually have their ages next to like how old they are. So I know if they're one to three years old, that they're probably going to be scared. There are the few that aren't, but I already know like my scared ages and so our nervous ages. And so we have, we always had Santa and do that, but there are the occasions that they've already seen Santa or, you know, something like that. Walk us through like, so both of you, but we'll start with you, Jelaine, walk us through what that looks like. So they'll come up, I'll see, you know, how, how, well, they'll tell me their names and I sit them on a little bench and we do that. We might take one picture, but usually not. Um, And then Santa comes, he's, he opens the front door. He stays right there. We do a couple of shots with Santa at the front door. He shushes or does something cute with his hands. So then the child is not aware of him at this point, not aware. And I am acting like an utter idiot. Um, My mom shoots at that time. And I, I'm actually, I am dancing and I have my funny voice on. I have my feathers and boa feathers and like, I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. And I tell my husband all the time, I'm really funny, like nine and under just don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm being an idiot. We play music pretty loud because I don't want them to hear Santa and I'm loud <laughs> and trying to keep their attention. I'm blowing bubbles. Um, I'm throwing candy at them. Anything I can do to keep their face forward mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And so we get those shots. Then Santa comes a little closer. We get those. And then we will look at the parent and go, are you okay with, we're going to let Santa come around. And so Santa will come around and we'll get that reaction. Or if they start crying, they will grab that. And then we're different than Allison. We will ask them, we parents think, you know, it's whatever. We'll, we'll, 
will say, do are you okay? If, if they sit in their lap mm-hmm. and some parents say no. And some parents are like, yes, but we do it for like a, sh- it's like no longer than 30 seconds and I pull them. But if they are really, really scared and like nothing's working, sometimes I will pull them further up from the door. We set them on a different prop. Sometimes they associate that bench with whatever. I have a little tricycle or a little cute little like stool they can sit on. And sometimes they're crying and we, we sell our product at the event. And so (laughs) we show pictures of kids crying with Santa behind them. And Santa usually makes like a, a sad face behind them. And it's really cute. And it's neat to see every year when they come back, that progression of like the Santa, how they were like, they were fine with them when they were born. And then they got a little nervous. And then the next year they were not okay. And then the next year they love Santa and it just turns into this magical little thing. So that's neat. About you, Allison, is that similar? Yeah, we do it. We do it very similar. And I, I do want to clarify, like we, we do have kids sit on Santa's lap if they're upset. But I think that as parents, we all know, like there's a difference between there is a child that is absolutely terrified and screaming and absolutely. And, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I mean when, you know, you have those few where like the parent needs to be told like, Hey, your child is literally terrified and we should yeah. not push it. And so that's yeah. really where I'm putting There's kids the- that shake. Yes. <laughs> and exactly. we do not do that. We're like, <laughs> exactly. nope, nope, we're not doing that. Yes. Like that's why I put that in my contract because I feel like there are some parents that get just so focused on Santa pictures that they need to be reminded of like, Hey, this is your child and they're terrified right now. And that's the priority. Um, there are definitely situations where like we, you know, we sit, you know, have siblings on each side of Santa. We sit the smallest on Santa's lap. They look to their left. They look to their right. They look back at Santa. They look forward and they're like, huh, and they take a moment and then they can't figure out if they're upset or not. Like that's, I feel like that's normal and natural. And so I'm definitely going to keep taking pictures through all of that to get those moments as Santa is making the shush face, the hand to the mouth, like, Oh, face like that, that to me is okay. They also have their siblings on either side. Like that's different than that. I'm absolutely terrified. Please rescue me (laughs) child moment. You guys both said that you have help. So how many people are working that day? So I will have Monette, who is my other photographer that works for me. And then I am lucky that my Santa also comes with a Mrs. Claus. (laughs) So she will also be like keeping the kids entertained. She brings storybooks to like read to them and just like, you know, plays and hangs out with them while they're waiting. I have not decided if I'm going to hire somebody else because my studio is like upstairs, downstairs now. So Monette will be downstairs checking everybody in. I have not decided if I'm going to hire somebody to be upstairs with me. I don't think so. I work very well when I am sort of solo and I don't have any distractions. Um, yeah. So that's it for right now. Mrs. Claus and then Monette. <laughs> um, we have a, yeah, we have somebody that sits next to us. She has all of my names. She numbers the clients because I have no idea who they are. Then we have somebody who's selling product 
I ha- we also have Mrs. Claus that comes and she keeps kids entertained. And then my dad's usually there and he's a gopher because there's always something we forgot or we ran out of bubbles or some, we were some unprepared in some way. And he's like, yep, I got it. I'm going to the Dollar General. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say for us, like if you're contemplating doing this in five to eight minute increments, you have got to have help. Yes. And so yes. we had someone that was in the waiting room, you know, like helping folks as they arrived, like you said, like bringing them in, keeping track of the, keeping them numbered. And then for us, one of us would shoot. And like you said, Jelaine, one of us would sing oh. and dance like you, <laughs> because yeah. we, our studio is not set up so that, um, we didn't have a lot of room. So Santa's coming from behind out of the dressing room. And so you had to have that distraction. And right. so I would say you, you want two two people at least, at uh, least to make uh, we, and we fun. would, hi- and we hired, and I, we actually have more than that. We hired like, like my little baby cousin, we hired, she's 16 and we hired her to like, just do stuff. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I need somebody to hold a reflector because the sun's kind of popping in at a weird spot. Can you hold this? Mm-hmm. So like young help is sometimes good, you know, and everybody just gets t-shirts, you know? So I didn't ask y'all, what do you charge for your Santa sessions? So this year I'm doing it a little bit differently. In the past, I charged like one fee up front and they got to choose. So I was priced differently than whether they chose a studio session or an outdoor session. This year I'm doing it differently. I'm doing a hundred dollars to reserve their date. They also at checkout have the option to add on a family picture. So I had the feedback from a lot of clients was they would really like the option to use the holiday setup and get a family picture because so many of them use, like they'll do the regular family session on like one side of the card and then Santa on the other, but they wanted to like have a family holiday picture in there. So when they check out this year, it's a hundred dollars to reserve, reserve Santa. They can add on a family picture and they have to pay for that at checkout. And then they're not going to pay for their actual digital files or optional artwork until after they see Santa. So they'll do that then. And this year I don't typically offer canvas just because I, I usually just do frames, but I think that it's like, a good thing to offer for Santa specifically because people like a canvas over their mantle for, you know, the holidays, they can like pull it out. So that's what I'm doing. I'm um, off like the options are one digital file, three digital files or all digital files. And it ranges from 225 to 350. And then they can add on canvas from Musea, or they can do a matted print box, which will allow them to like sort of have that in storage in between the holidays, but then pull out those matted prints and pop them into frames like during the holiday season. And yeah, that's my plan. So when are they choosing that add-on? Are they doing it the day of the session or when you're delivering the gallery? Nope. They're going to just pay their Santa session creative fee and optional family portrait add-on when they reserve it. And then after they see their Santa pictures, that's when they choose and pay for their digital files and optional canvas or matted print box. And you're delivering a pick time gallery or? Yep. Pick time galleries. Okay. How about you, Jelaine? Um, last year we did 349 and that included, we, years past we we did the like one you could do one digital file or you could do all of them or 
something like that. But I got really tired of deciphering who had what. And so they just get them all. So we charged 349 plus tax last year. That will likely go up this year. And, and then we had, we sell product at the event and we had tried in years past to sell like the additional product when they were checking out, like for Santa, we had, I don't know, we'd have like five or seven people check out and buy print, but it was always one and that was about it. And the sales weren't really high. And so we just kept saying, how can we make more money at this? And what we figured out is they are most excited when they are there at Santa, they are stoked. They are on high. I mean, they've seen Santa. Santa's fantastic. Mrs. Claus is fantastic. Just it, it's a whole, I mean, it feels like a very magical day. They're ready to buy. And so they never see their images and we offer just different print packages. We offer ornaments. Um, they buy gifts for people and the sales are stellar. So how do you do that? So you have someone there, you have samples. Um, we have lots of samples. So we show kids crying. We show kids funny Santa. We show, you know, high five and any type of anything you might catch in a session, we show it in a print. And what did you ask me? So like they, they've had their session, they come out, the samples are on the table. So you right. have, you have options for packages and so yes. they're, they're buying it that day. How are they're they buying choosing? It that day. Are you choosing the images or how do they choose? We, so our virtual assistant will go back to them and see who's ordered what. And she reaches out to them after they've seen their images and they do get to pick the number for that. We, we just ask, you know, which pose number would you like? But we have people easily spend a thousand to $1,500. They'll just drop it that day. So are they only allowed to buy those things that day? Or I'm sure you get, can I I order this once I see my gallery? Yeah, but we always have those questions. And the answer is, yeah, you can, but the price is going to be, it's not the same. (laughs) And guess what? They don't ever ask again. Like they don't, if they're asking that, then they either choose to purchase that day because they hear the price is going up or they just don't ever because that like you've got your digital files, like you're, right. you're not, you've lost it. So yeah, we have, we have a girl that there that day she has square on her phone and we have the little card, you know, reader thing, um, checking people out. Um, it, it almost, almost doubled our sales of Santa. Like, so what we, our initial base brought in almost doubled that. So it's very lucrative. And I tell people all the time, if you are not selling product that day, you are missing loads of money. Well, that's very cool. I'd like to see your products. You'll have to share a picture inside the membership with us. Yes. I'll have to go see if I can find one. Okay. Sure. So after the session, so what is the what is the editing process, the process for delivering galleries? I know, Jelaine, you said you have a a VA. I'd like to hear about how that works. And then um, Allison, how how does that work for you guys? So um, this year, Monette is going to be the one that does the culling and the editing. And then those images, the finals will just be uploaded to pick time galleries. And then from there, I take it back over and we'll, I have like, you know, online ordering appointment workflows that I apply. And so then galleries will be sent out. 
And then pick time makes it super easy. You know, if they, they'll be able to, you know, choose, you know, how many files they want and they can go in and part those images. And then it makes it really easy. I can just send over an invoice and let's say that they want three digital files. I send them an invoice for three files and then they parted those images already. And you simply just click send the favorites to the client and you're done. So makes it easy that way. I, I like pick time for that aspect. It's obviously still a lot of work because it's a lot of clients, but I'm hopeful that allowing them to choose how many files they want, I'll get, you know, some bigger sales than I did before with just choosing or with just having them pay, you know, for one, one fee. I, I feel like, you know, me and Jelaine are doing the opposites. Like I was one fee for so long and now I'm trying to yeah. choose yeah. she was the other and it's switching over. So we'll yeah. have to exchange our thoughts after, yeah. after the season. But you know, you have to find what works. Like, I mean, it just, you kind of find your flow and what works for one might not work for you, you know, but you're still making good money. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, um, I might at the, I think, well, let me back up. I think that the only reason that I am doing it this way is because I do have help with editing. Yeah. I think that if it was just me doing all of it, like normal, I would not be doing the creative fee with digital file tiers. I, I think right. that I would be sticking to the all one deal because it definitely is so much easier to just know that like every client gets all of their files. That's it. How many, yep. file, how many images are you delivering in a gallery? You know, that really depends on the it case. Does. I mean, truly like some of them, if they're losing their minds, it, they get free. I can have others that like they're angels. They are obsessed with Santa and they get like nine, you know, yeah. really, and like those yeah. nine images are literally done in three to four minutes. So it truly just depends on the kids and, you know, how quickly I'm able to just get through everything with their moods. Yeah. You, same. You're retouching Santa. Uh, do the images get retouched? Like I'm sure they do. I know the, oh, yeah. Like before. edited. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jillian, uh, tell, tell me about your um, VA. How does this work? Is she local or is she is local? She was actually, she was actually a client, but that's what she does for her day job. And um, when we found that out, we were like, really, <laughs> do you want to barter? So we do actually barter with her, but, um, she, so she does, I have everything pretty much. I mean, we've been, this will be our seventh year. So everything's pretty put together other than just updating it. So she sends out, um, all of our prep emails, prepping them like, Hey, Santa's coming registration begins in a week. And then she sends out all the email. She creates them for me too, that like Santa registration, those emails that go out, we tier our, how our registration goes because we had clients that were missing registration and getting upset. So we do clients, then people who have done Santa before and then out to the public. And we actually don't tell people that. Um, I know some people do like a VIP thing. We don't tell people we found we got in trouble with that. So, so she does that for us. She segments our list. She all the emails that come in, people asking questions. I don't like have time to answer all of that when I'm trying to do regular work, like fall work too. And so she pretty much answers all of that. And then after Santa, she, I, I do edit all of them 
And I usually turn those around in about two weeks. And then she loads them all to Pixie Set and sends out all the emails to them. And then we have, we actually have like kind of two girls that help us. There's another girl that contacts them and gets their order if they purchase product. Whew, it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I will, it, it took years of like working up to that. Obviously when we started, we did not have, year one did not have 94 sessions. I mean, I think we maybe did 20. It didn't take quite as much to make all the things go round, but as it keeps growing, you keep thinking, oh, well, this didn't go so smooth. How can I make that next year better? And I always feel like reverse engineering things is just the best way to do stuff. And like looking at the past year and going, what did I, what did we really like about Santa last year? What went really well? And like writing that down and then looking and going, okay, what part did I absolutely hate about Santa and how can I change that to make it better? And that's really helped us with events for sure. I agree. And honestly, I mean, I think that all three of us can agree that ultimately, while sometimes the entire event can be a bit painful because it is so much work, the payoff is worth it. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I mean, it's not, it is not like we are walking away from this making $10,000. Like we are walking away from it, making a significant amount of money and So money talks. I mean, it it is, it is worth (laughs) it. It's hard to quit whenever it bumps your, your in-year number that high. Right. So, I mean, it, it truly is an event that if done right, you walk away making tens of thousands of dollars. And that is worth the stress and headache of making all of this, you know, these gears work together and, you know, the event be a success. And I think people have to remember, like, if this, if, if it's their first year doing Santa, I mean, you take it in baby steps. It doesn't have to be this huge production that you and I are at, at this point, but right. it may, it may get to that point, but like, take it in little chunks. And if, and if your goal, make a goal, like I want to make $10,000 or $8,000, that's your goal. Okay. Well then go work backwards. Right. Or you can even, you can even say like, Hey, I'm going to hire Santa for two hours and with whatever you do in two hours with him, like just, there has to be a starting point for everybody. And, you know, you need to figure out like what you want to make from it and, you know, start, start there. Okay. Well, I think those are all great bits of information. So do you have a best piece of advice. So if you were going to give someone one piece of advice, if they're going to do Santa this year, what would you say? Yeah. I mean, have help. Yeah. Yeah. Have help go into it with, with the mindset that it's probably not going to end up a hundred percent perfect, but you know, as, as long as you walk away from it with, you know, everyone generally enjoying themselves and a good gallery of pictures for everybody, then you did your job. I also think that people get hung up on every kid needs to be happy, smiling with Santa. And that's just not the case. There's, there's going to be like, I have so many clients where Santa doesn't even get near any of them, right? We do the workflow where he stays behind them. They don't even realize that Santa's in the room. 
and that's just the gallery that they get. And like Jelaine said, you know, you, they come back year after year and maybe on the second or third year, they're finally sitting next to Santa. And so I think that, that you have to go into it with that mindset of not every Santa picture has to be the perfect Santa picture. It's more of the experience and the end result doesn't have to be picture perfect. It just has to be um, something that parents can look back on and say, oh my gosh, remember when you wouldn't get within 15 feet of Santa and you had no clue he was even back there. And then they laugh about it. I think that is true. I think the, the experience of the whole event is, is almost just as important as what they're getting in the final result and making sure that that like everybody is, I mean, to me, it's kind of like a production because you're on show like that everybody needs to be in character and making sure that just the whole experience and what these not only kids are experiencing, but what parents are experiencing as well, you know, making sure they have an activity to do. The kids aren't bored or the kid, the parents aren't stressed out. We have a playground that kids are playing on animals. They're looking at, um, we're on a farm. So, and coloring what miss Mrs. Claus is doing, making sure Santa is prepped and having that workflow of poses and him knowing those. And, you know, one thing I also see, or I have been seeing in the group lately is people are saying like, well, I'm not selling any Santa. And they're like, well, it's my first year, but they're selling it in July. And I'm like, okay, well, it's your first year. You can't sell it in July. And I think like, don't market too early just because everybody else is doing that. You know, like waiting for the season will probably yield you more results because people are going to be excited about Christmas season and they're ready to buy then. I mean, it's kind of like Hobby Lobby, right? Hobby Lobby is selling Christmas in June and everybody's a little annoyed. Like just, (laughs) you know, like you're going to sell more in October and that's okay. Like sell it a month out beforehand. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, you know, whenever... Whenever I started doing Santa, it was years and years ago when there wasn't that many people doing it. And so I could get away with doing the Christmas in July. And now that it's years ahead, it's expected. Whereas like if I was just starting out, I don't think that I could swing it anymore. The, The market, it has a ton of people offering Santa. And I think that it would be a lot more successful if you're just starting out to wait until people's mindset is more of, like, oh yeah, Santa session, let's get that checked off. So, yeah. you know, maybe wait until you got to time it right to where they haven't booked with somebody else already, but they're also in the right. thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. So, Al- so Allie, that's on our team, she moved to a different city last year. And so she tried to do Santa last year. She did do Santa last year. And I think she said she booked eight sessions last year. It was her first year in a new town. She has already introduced registration this year. And I think she said she is at 30 something already. So wow. it's her yeah. second year. And right. so you can kind of see now, you know, people have heard about it. They've seen the photos, people shared them and it's starting to grow. So, mm-hmm. okay. Do either of you have a good, funny story, a Santa story? Kind of bad Santa story. Let's see. <laughs> oh, good. I have a good one. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll do bad and you do good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I think that probably the reason that I'm most excited about our patio garden 
being a, a spot that we can do our outdoor sessions is because I've always leased a field and Houston weather, as many of you know, is a hundred percent unpredictable. And there was one year prior to the Santa event. Now, mind you, I've never been rained out again, knock on wood, but it rained and rained and rained and rained before Santa sessions to the point where our field was flooded and there was no other place to go. And it was a beautiful day. So I wasn't going to reschedule it because Houston, it just keeps raining and there's no point in just postponing it because it's just going to get more wet. So the actual patch that Santa was in was dry, but they had to like traipse through this muddy, wet field to get to him. And so people were bringing, I mean, people will do anything for Santa. They were bringing HEB, which was our grocery store there, bags, plastic bags to put on their feet, to walk through the mud, (laughs) to get to Santa, to take the plastic bags off, to sit with Santa, to then put the plastic bags back on. And everyone was muddy and wet, but they were all so happy that the event was happening. So when I tell you that, like, if they will do that for Santa, they will do anything for Santa. They will do anything for Santa. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. What's your good story? Well, so we had a, this was, I think this was 2021. We had a first time mom and dad and they had like a 10 month old baby and we were doing our workflow. She, she sat on the bench. She was smiley. So happy. Like she was doing really, really well. And then Santa comes behind her and she like turns her head up and sees Santa and she like giggles and smiles at him. Like, it's just, it's magical, the whole thing. So he comes around and he sits on the bench and he sits next to her and he takes his little hand and he puts it under her chin and she's just gazing up at Santa. And I mean, just magical music's perfect. It is movie scene. Perfect. And we look over and her daddy is crying. Oh, (laughs) he is just like, so in the moment that he had started crying. And of course, like all the women see that the dad is crying and we're like, Oh my gosh, you're crying. So then, you know, we're all crying. It was just a really sweet, sweet moment. Like we still talk about that. We still talk about a little girl. She's beautiful baby too. And probably a core memory that like, he'll never forget. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they still keep coming back. So now they've had another baby. Oh, We do take, I think for granted, sometimes we get so busy that we take for granted that we do get to witness some of life's most um, special memories with folks. And that's a, that's a pretty special story. Well, thank y'all so much. This one was fun. Like I knew that we could talk for a while on this. And I think this is something that a lot of people are interested in and that will help a lot of folks because you guys are definitely seasoned pros at this thing. And like I said, like it helps to have these tips and advice to prepare you. So thank you so much. And I just, I want to remind everybody that there is content and membership on Santa, and then there's updated content in the group on Santa. So if you are thinking about doing a Santa event, there is a lot of information to support you on that. If you're just sort of needing a, needing some guidance or like handholding with all of it, because it can be yes. overwhelming. And I will say that that, that um, is kind of how 
roundabout as I saw that information in the group, however, when, when the group first started and saw, I don't know if it was whose numbers it were, but they were saying all their numbers. And I was like, Whoa. And I had gotten, and I just had my first child and we'd gotten that really bad Bass Pro picture, you know, with Santa. And it was like all of the deer and like the whole scenery. My child was like an itty bitty thing in Santa's lap. And I was like, um, mom, we could like do a lot better than this. <laughs> Can we just do it? Cause I want better pictures. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of how we started doing it. Well, Jelaine also has, um, content in our membership on framing, I believe Jelaine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So y'all could check that out. And also before we let you go, Jelaine, tell everybody where folks can check out your work because it's just beautiful. Where can they find you? Thank you. Um, our website is schumannphoto.com. That's S-H-U-M-A-N. And we're on Instagram too, uh, Schumann Fine Art Photography. Yeah, check it out. So pretty. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. This was fun. Thank you so much, Allison and Jelaine, for sharing with our listeners how they too can take advantage of the magical upcoming Christmas season to fill out their photography business calendars and boost profitability. This is such a magical memory that all of us photographers can play a special part in creating for our clients and establishing value with them for many years to come. Allison just recently released a whole mini course on Santa sessions inside our membership education library. Our membership is currently closed, but you can get on the wait list so that you're the first to know when we reopen our doors. Simply go to themotherhoodanthology.com, click membership to join. Until our doors are open, head over to the Motherhood Anthology community on Facebook and join a large group of like-minded photography business owners. You can ask all kinds of questions in that free group any time of the day or week. We hope to see you there. Meshach Antiano once said, Photography is the art of frozen time, the ability to store emotion and feelings with a frame. So from our lens to yours, until next time, friends.